There's nothing like finding a good networking group for your business. <laughs> it's It can be really difficult sometimes. You don't know what, what they're like. Um, you don't know what to expect when you get there, especially if you're new to it. So if you want experienced networkers who know what they're doing, who have been doing this for a long time, check out New England B2B. Kevin is an amazing, amazing networker, and he can show you how to get the results you want in your business. I'm the board chairman, facilitator, a mentor, and a graduate. Okay. We mitigate post-traumatic stress in veterans, mainly through free retreats that we do. Just very close to here, actually, just on the other side of Brattleboro, Vermont, is our headquarters, or yeah. East Numberston. We've been in around for eight years. We've graduated north of about 300 male-female veterans and their spouses. We do free retreats for male veterans, female veterans, and spouses. We deal with the grief and loss piece of post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. That's what we deal with. So we're very unique and very special. The medium that we use is called expressive arts. Mm -hmm. So we use expressive arts uh, as the, the basic medium. It was written and designed by a gal whose name was Dr. Ann Black, who is still currently the founder and in touch with the organization uh, and does retreats now and conducts a lot of the retreats now, does a lot of facilitation for us. Ann spent 20 years in child grief before professionally and decided that, you know, expressive arts is a medium that accesses the subconscious. So children can't always articulate what they're feeling, yeah. but they can do artwork and art projects, and it clearly demonstrates what's going on within their, within their subconscious. So she used that, developed that concept in order to um, help the connection process of post-traumatic stress to people. When people, post-traumatic stress resides up here in the brain, and it resides up with all these voices chatting away all the time. Where, but your true identity is in your heart, is who you are. And there's a connection process that gets severed when you enter into the military. The military is a very unique way of severing that. <laughs> yeah. They do simply because you wouldn't be able to perform soldier duties all right, and tasks that they ask you if your heart was in charge. All right, not at all. Yeah. So this connection gets severed and there's never a reconnection. So when you are in the military and you go through grief and loss issues, whether they're military sexual trauma or whether it's heavy, heavy combat or anything else, then what happens is uh, uh, it stays here. You deal with it here. You deal with it on, with the orders that you're given in terms of what you're supposed to, how you're supposed to react. But it has moral injury. There's moral injury that, that occurs within the individuals and when they're when they're released from the military they're you know they're given they're given a handshake and thank you very much and now go be a dad go back out into the civilian world and have a career and have a life yeah. and there's there's nothing that reconnects this this disconnection that's been occurred that has occurred so dr black came up with this process of of a nine station program kind of like a little bit of the aa where where there's nine different stations, and every time you go through one of these stations, it demonstrates where you are and who you are uh, at that given moment. So they takes you through the first half of the program is about your military experience. The first station, for example, is, is called the call. And that is 
getting everyone in the room, and we only we only we only work with eight veterans at a time is our maximum count. Yeah, we create a safe environment for them. They're in a beautiful barn. People come and provide meals as volunteers. We do a lot of body work. There's a lot of mindfulness and meditation. We teach them about breathing techniques. There's yoga in the morning, um, and that whole program is really designed on based upon how the Native American Indians and the Greeks and the Romans treated their warriors when they came off the battlefield. So all of that is integrated within the program. So this is a safe space. And what occurs is when everyone gets present to that day when they made that decision to answer the call and join the military, when they're present to that, they get to go, go perform a piece of artwork. And each station is a different piece of artwork. And our artwork will demonstrate what their feelings were like at that particular moment when they made that very, very decision to enter into the military. What was it like? What were they eating? What did it smell like? What was life like for you at that point? Did you have to go in? Were you failing at school? Was this something you wanted to do? Were you from a military family and you felt, you felt, you know, you felt the passion and the compassion to go in? Was a judge hammering saying, you're going to jail or you're going in the military? I mean, what were those circumstances and what was your feelings like? Did you have a girlfriend? Were you in a relationship? How did your parents feel? I mean, all of those things come into play, obviously. And when they can become present to that, they can do an art project and an art project will demonstrate clearly what that that was like for them yeah and as each one provides these art projects they come and they share these art projects and what happens with expressive arts is everything you've ever jammed down and kept down within you will surface it will come out mm -hmm. and that's what occurs so these guys these guys and these gals are are you know they're doing their art programs and they're developing their own art gallery and they're going station by station by station as it takes them through their military career and then it brings them through their current life in terms of where they are. And at the end of the whole program, they have a complete art gallery of different types of art demonstrating what whatever those feelings were at those given stations. And they get to and they get to share that. They get to share that with people. And that's in fact what what happens when they come home. And they discover that all of these things don't define who they are. They simply are, are experiences you've had along, along your lifeline. So it doesn't define who you are, and there's a reconnection process that develops. And mm. they begin to understand and develop that tool to access who they are here so that it eliminates the anxiety and the knee-jerk reactions and the things because they can make better decisions. When, when an issue comes up, we call them triggers. When they're triggered by something that brings them back into a, brings them back into a, a uh, an area of their military career, all right, something that's derogatory and negative and impactful to them, when they get that trigger, they can say, well, wait a minute, now how do I feel about this? Whereas there, that was that opportunity and those tools were not available to them until they'd been through the program. So it really opens up a whole new way for them to access how they're feeling. And it affects the entire family nucleus. It affects the, you know, we're fighting the 22 suicides a day. We're yeah. fighting the 84% divorce rate in all, in, all the, in all the veterans. And you got to realize, too, that only 1% of the population have ever served in the military. And only 1% of those people are in combat, have ever been in combat. Yeah. You know? So we really don't take care of these people. So this is the program that this men developed, and it's remarkably successful. We've had three divorces and no suicides in the seven years that we've been doing this. So we consider ourselves pretty darn successful at what we're doing. Yeah. Again, specializing in that grief and loss piece. That's the piece that's unique to us. Yeah. So I'm fortunate. Fortunately for me, I served as a Green Beret in Vietnam. I was in combat. 
I came back a mess. I went through a number of relationship failures and alienation of my children and my family and moving all over the country and doing all kinds of craziness. And when I found the program, um, or the program found me and I went through it, yeah. it was like a complete revelation for me. It was like, mm -hmm. oh my goodness. I found someone that I've been married to for 10 years now. Um, our relationship has, has been unbelievable. I've regained my relationship with my children, my family, my friends. Um, I've learned how to live from here instead of here, listening to all the craziness that goes on yeah. and all the voices. Um, I fortunately have been through their training program, so I, I facilitate retreats now as a facilitator. And um, I've been the board chairman from in my fifth year of serving as the board chairman now. Yeah. And of course, the whole program is funded strictly by by donations and contributions. You know, we're in the we're in the ninety percent, every ninety cents of every dollar gets right into it goes right to veteran services. So yeah. no one has their hands in the till. Um, and it's been a, it's a battle and it's a fight, but it's it's rewarding. It's incredibly rewarding for me. Incredibly, my wife has been through the spouse retreat. She's also been a mentor. Um, so she not only dealing with her own things, but also learns how to deal with me. Yeah. You know, through the program. And uh, it's been remarkable. It's been quite a ride. It's it's really, and I'm at a stage in my life where, as you know, Susan's in the nutrition industry, so she helps people with their health, and she's and that and I'll have a story about that too when we speak about that. But this this has been life changing for me as far as mental health is concerned. So I go around and I speak and I do presentations and talk to people all the time. Usually I'm begging for money, but, but you know, that's that's pretty normal. Yeah. You know, in this particular industry, uh, um, because you know, in years past there have been other organizations that that really haven't appropriated their funds quite correctly. So yeah. there's a lot of reluctancy to to donate. I think to a lot of veteran causes, but we're the real deal, and uh, we're 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 around to stay. As a matter of fact, I have an executive director who's incredibly good. He's a former Marine and. And he's a hard-charging guy, very intelligent and very connected and wired, and is pursuing the uh, opportunity to scale the program. We're trying to get the program to grow. It's it's so successful and so impactful that we feel that you know we can't serve enough veterans, yeah. and, and we need to do more. We need to get more men through the program. So we're trying to create an opportunity where we can have five different locations throughout the country. Yeah. And I'm and I'm the chairman because I'm a global thinker. So my thought process is, you know, what about battered women? What about, what about veterans' children? What about first responders? What about firefighters? What about people just going through catastrophic events? I mean, there's so many people suffering from post-traumatic stress. Whatever it is, PTSD is PTSD, yeah. regardless of how it, it circumvented or how it happened. You know, but this program is remarkably successful, and, and everyone that suffers from that should have an opportunity to, you know, benefit from the kind of work that we're doing. So it's pretty unique. It's pretty unique and pretty powerful. It's yeah, great. it's great stuff. It's amazing to me. Yeah, it's definitely and like so we both served. Um, mm -hmm. Thank you for that. By yeah, thank you. I <laughs> so I, I definitely understand because I've seen a lot of even my own friends people used to serve with mm -hmm. who just have miserable times once they get out. Mm -hmm. Every market is just oversaturated with so many things. Like if you try to get on the radio everyone's on the radio but the amazing thing about the new hampshire business show is that you can get on it and it's traditionally or typically only new hampshire businesses um, there are a couple of exceptions to this because i think they bring a lot of value but i like keeping it here so businesses that you're hearing advertised on the show are from new hampshire they're just like you 
So check them out. And if you want to get on the show, hit it up in the sponsor section below, and we'll talk about it. Are you looking to make more money in your business? Do you want to keep your profits up? Uh, learn how to build a better you know, proposal for other people. Um, really draw on the emotion of your your uh, your customers because you want them to buy more from you at higher prices. It's what every business wants. It's why we got into business. Check out the Lamore uh, training in the sponsor section below. And it's the Gold Mine Sales Series. You get 25% off for being part of the New Hampshire Business Show. So check it out. There's nothing to lose. They like they, like you said, they don't know how to deal with everything that happened that's and right. it creates a lot of problems for them. So it's good to see that there's a yeah um because I don't know if you ever read the book Stealing Fire. Oh yes. <clears throat> okay, yes. cool. Well, there's almost like a scale of you can get pretty good results if you go a little more time if you go the other route where it's a little slower with meditation and stuff like that but you know the, there's really it doesn't even talk about programs to do that so it's good to see um there's, there's somebody doing ways. it yeah, yeah we're absolutely. pretty unique and and we're kind of like one of the world's best kept secrets in the yeah. world of post-traumatic stress disorder yeah. because people don't know a whole lot about us and about what we do yeah but the results speak for themselves and you know we're working in terms of what it was like before, during the retreat, and after the yeah. retreat. You know, the post-retreat follow-up is huge. You know, it's enormous to be sure that they continue to practice their mindfulness, their meditation techniques, the tools that they've learned. They're honing their skills, mm -hmm. you know, and getting better at learning how to live their life from here instead of up here. Yeah. You know, and not being fooled by all the voices. And, all and you know, it's a toxic environment for a lot of these veterans out there. Mm. Just to go back out into the, what we call the civilian world. It's pretty toxic and it can be pretty rugged yeah. for some of these guys and and you know so so we're just we're just we're providing tools for them and and practices for them that will you know that will help them orient and help them become better dads and better brothers and better better sons. so that's what that's what it's about yeah. and, I'm, and I'm pretty I'm pretty happy to be able to do that I'm you know I, I had some horrible experiences in Vietnam um, with overruns and being a sole survivor a few times and you know I came back with tremendous amount of guilt survivor guilt and I could never understand why I didn't go and I have so many friends and so many names on the wall and uh, uh, now I know why you know the work found me and, and it's, yeah. it's like now I get a chance to hopefully if I can take one youngster one youngster who goes through a you know that that kind of trauma and has a successful retreat and and doesn't go through that path of destruction, I like to call it, you know, yeah. and, and gets himself together and, and has a nurturing, loving family and children and, and a life, a good life, you know, that's that's worth it. That's all worth it. Yeah. It's all worth the effort. Though. Do you ever get a lot of, I guess when, when you get actually to the retreats, mm -hmm. a lot of resistance from the people who were <laughs> there to try to get better? 
Well, you know, it's kind of interesting. Not really. No. I mean, what you get is apprehension. They're scared to death. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like when the very first time you jump out of an airplane, and, you're, and you know, all that training's great, but you just like stand in the door, yeah. and you stand in the door, and it's like, oh, what did I do? Yeah. You know, and now it's like you have to take that leap of faith, mm -hmm. and it's the same thing. They, you know, they get there and they're looking around, and I say, what a beautiful place, but, you know, what kind of work do I have to do? What am I have to face here? You know what I mean? And they have to face they have to face what's going on. You know, opening up is not an easy thing, as we yeah. see some of these reality shows and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, about people opening up and being honest with themselves. But you know, there's there's criteria. I mean, we like them clean and sober, and you know those kinds of things. Um, they have to be they have to be willing and want to do it. Many of the many of the retreat grads that we have, uh, uh, they they're from like 20. They're from almost 30. I think it's 32 states now. So we've got them coming from everywhere. We even have partnerships with organizations that will pay their airfare, they'll pay their travel expenses. So, wow. so they, you know, we get them here. We've got another organization that will pay for college tuition for, for anyone who's, uh, um, who's, who's, they've lost a parent to suicide for their children. And so we're developing those relationships thing yeah. as well. But it's, it's pretty unique. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty unique process. Yeah. And we just need to get the word out. I mean, people don't know about us, and they really need to know about us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, have you ever reached out to, like, some of the veteran influencers in the area? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we do. We've been to the, we've been to the, state, to the state programs. As a matter of fact, uh, we were just at a beautiful event in Northampton, New Hampshire, um, at an equestrian facility, mm -hmm. and it was for Easter Seals, and, and the the veteran organization is called Veterans Count. They're the okay. ones that yeah. they're the ones that uh, that are part of the Easter Seals organization, and they raised so much money. It was such an incredible event. I got to meet a General Bolduck, who was a like me, a former a former Green Beret Ranger, who was there, and we got to chat for a while. We had a lot in common, and. Uh, uh, it was just great to see all the support and all the money pouring in and the facility and the organization and the dinner. The Don Campbell Band was there, which is a band that Sue's been sponsoring for 15 years. So it was really it was really a phenomenal event. So, yeah, those are the kinds of connections. Uh, the governor was there. You know, Chris Sununu was there, which was great. He gave, yeah. he gave a talk, and it was just it was pretty impressive. So, yes, we try to connect with, we try to connect with everyone we can. You know, it is about connection. And yeah. It is about... And it is about partnerships. It's about being partnerships with people. Yeah. There's another organization in Pennsylvania called Semper Fi Odyssey that we're, we're, we're trying to do some exchange work for. We're sending some of our people through their program. They do things a little, they, they deal in a little different category. And then we can exchange with, with grads that they have putting through our program. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's what we're looking to do. We're looking to partner with everybody and anybody that's, Doing something to help veterans. We're just we do have a very small, unique piece that yeah. we do, but there's a desperate need for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, so you can definitely see it because just from what we were talking about, like one, like you said, being willing to open up is huge mm -hmm. because what you're taught in the military goes literally directly against what your program's trying to do. That's exactly right. <laughs> and a lot of people, especially when they get out, they're they even though they've let go and you know, they're out of the military, they don't want to let go. Yeah. So, so there's a lot of, you know, resistance there. So true. So true. <laughs> well, you know, we get we get a lot of the veterans, we get a lot of the participants from the wives and from the families, mm -hmm. you know, that say, you know, would you please get would you please talk to my husband or would you yeah. please talk to my son? Because they're struggling. Mm -hmm. You know, so 
they, generally speaking, they, they, usually, they usually hit bottom or they're down pretty low by the time they recognize that I've got to put my hand up and get some help. I can't do this myself. It's not working. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's, that's really what we're trying to do. We're trying to, trying to head off at the pass that divorce and that suicide and those, those negative things that force these guys into feeling that they just need to check out there or they just need to run and escape or hide. Yeah. And there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them still in the woods, even the older vets. There's still a lot of guys in the woods. But, you know, myself being a, being a crusty old Vietnam guy, you know, <laughs> I'd like to take all these youngsters and say, geez, you know, if I can save you from going through 15, 20, 30, 40 years of misery, you know, and, and, yeah. and path of destructive lifestyles, you know, I've done my job. I've done yeah. it, you know. And that's what it's, again, that's what it's about. Yeah. That's really good because you're right. Um Kind of on a different note, but you know, because my brother had a lot of drug issues mm -hmm. growing up, mm -hmm. and it literally took you know hitting the bottom, homeless, you know, you name it, before he realized he needed to get help. Right. And you go into a program actually fairly similar, which is really cool. Um, that's why I see a lot of benefit in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, it's hard because sometimes they just they don't want to get the help until they've got to that point. So you try and try and like. Even beforehand, you're like, yeah, you need to get help, you need to get help, but, you know, it's that same until they're ready. Right, it, exactly. It won't happen. That's so <laughs> true. And, you know, it's interesting because it kind of crosses over in, in the nutrition business with Sue as well. Yeah. And that is, you know, that is people get to the point where they're so sick, they're almost on their deathbed before they put their hands up and say, geez, you know, yeah. you know, do you have something that can help me? Do you have a product that I can take that would help me? Yeah. That's natural and not drug and et cetera, et cetera. Instead of, and I'm seeing this a lot with the younger generation, is they're more tuned into, you know, they're more tuned into taking care of themselves before things happen. Yeah. You know, which is really, really interesting to see the, the younger, the younger generation thinking more along those lines or being a little bit more careful about what they're putting in their mouth and what they're putting in their bodies. Yeah. So, yeah. but as I was going to say, because I think they, they're finally seeing like, yeah, let's not, let's not do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. It's so true. It's so yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, but then again, you know, you get into my generation and the generation sandwiched in between and they're, they're more like, you know, well, my doctor said, and this one said, and yeah. that one said, so I'm just going to do this. And, and like the military, you know, well, the military said it, so it worked for me for those two or three years I was there, so it's going to work for me the rest of my life. Yeah. No, it's not going to work out in this world. That's yeah. a whole different culture and a different environment. Oh, absolutely. And it actually stems back to something you said in the beginning. Like The military has a very good way of teaching you very, very quickly how to be a certain way. Right. And then... Um, even in a very short amount of time, like you fall back on that very, very easily. That's right. Back to like, oh, I just got to be harder. I got to be tougher. You know, I can do this by myself. And then, you know, again down the road, you just huge yeah, problems. So they don't. They don't. They don't turn that back over again. Yeah. You know, they don't change that. There's, there's, there's no reconnect. We call it a reconnection process. Yeah. You know, they sever this, and then there's no way to, to get this back again. Yeah. You know, and that's that's really what we're doing. That's yeah. what the design is about. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Thank you. So uh, people that want to reach out, you know, learn some more about the program, how do they do it? Please contact us. You can go to the website, which is warriorconnection.org, or you can simply get a hold of me. Um, I'm easily accessible. Aaron Phillips is our, is our uh, executive director. His personal cell phone is all over the website. 
and you're certainly are welcome to call me directly. My cell phone is 603-401-8991, and I will take any call anytime from any veteran or any veteran in trouble or anyone who's calling and helping a veteran who's in trouble. Outstanding. Cool. Thank so you. we're going to uh, end that right there. It's Thank pretty you. awesome. Um, we have a last word from our sponsors. So everyone have a great day. If I've said it once, I've said it a couple thousand times by now. <clears throat> you need a strategy online to get clients. People aren't just going to come to you. This isn't a phone book. This isn't old school marketing. You're right. So if you want to get the most out of social media and the power it has, you need a strategy in place. That can go from just collecting their name from a Facebook group all the way down to having an email marketing campaign laid out that upsells, that does all this crazy stuff. But no matter what level you're looking to get to, we can help you. In the description below, check out the sponsor section for funnels. Reach out, let us know what you need, and I will be able to put a system together for you that will be able to take your business to the next level. That's it for today, everyone, but it doesn't have to end there. Head over to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or iHeartRadio to get more from New Hampshire's top entrepreneurs.